bandwidth for the Weird Things podcast provided by Wired Tree. For sites of any size and world-class customer service, head on over to wiredtree.com. Hello and welcome to After Things. I'm Andrew Maine, joined by Brian Brushwood. Hello. Justin Robert Young. Hello. And Mr. Bryce Castillo. Hello. Gentlemen, this is After Things. And what I want is an update from Bryce. Oh. What's going on? Okay, yeah. Uh, So the past week was very productive for the for the uh the marbles the league of fun games marbles season one uh 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 took all of took, took the advice from last week uh very very seriously uh i started up that Substack um probably less than an hour after we finished recording that episode of after things oh wow uh and so we've got one there uh i want to say it's about 70 or 80 signups so far on uh, on that email list and that's uh, not having reached out to the other email list, the video games with Bryce email list, um, which I also just want to move over to Substack, which I think I can do. Uh, so, so that's been very good. Um, uh, uh, got the website uh, fully published with a little more info now, marbles.win, and it's got some information and it's got the sign up sheet and all that stuff. Uh, the schedule is posted. Um, uh, 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 and and uh, oh, one of the other things from last week was to do a dry run, which is what uh, what we did on on Friday, and uh, it was good. Uh, the last time previous that I had done a dry run, uh, it was it pretty much had to stop immediately because a bunch of stuff didn't work, and so this time it was it was good. We were able to do uh, about two two and a half hours, which is relatively long. Um, uh, That's one race or multiple races in two, two and a half hours? Multiple races within one night. So that's probably gotcha. okay. 20 yeah. some, 25 races or something. Because um, you guys have done the super long ones right, before, we, right? Yeah, we've we've done the ones where either a race can take one hour or six hours, depending on how long we set it. Um, but no, these yeah. are, these are they're just a couple minutes and they start every few minutes. Um, yeah. And that was, that was very good in terms of getting uh, a handle on... Um, all of the extra things. So when I was doing this before without all of this extra, the extra competitive sport layer on top of it, it was just use the game and see what the game says. And then we move on. Um, and with this, there's a little bit more, there's data entry to be done. Um, yeah. And uh, doing that test, it, Hey, it turns out a lot of that wasn't totally optimized or I was wasting time filling out things that, uh, 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 that were not necessary or not helpful at all. Um, and uh, one of the other things uh, uh, after the, the, the next day, but uh, uh, I did uh, v- very briefly open up uh, the Discord that I talked about last week for for the Marble stuff for uh, uh, for for some of the folks who are are really uh, enthusiastic and are, and are helping out a lot with with some of the programming stuff. Um, and and that's been really helpful because over the past week we went from kind of just this very long, I mean, incredibly long form to fill out every race to uh, 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 a lot of this was Crisco and and Valken and Nick Howe in our chat where I can run an EXE and it clicks the right thing in the the game 
and it clicks the other thing in the game and it moves over and it can copy or it can paste all of that into a form and the form can do everything on its own. A very, it, it goes from filling out a form to like, it's like one or two clicks to, to, to get everything done, which is, is really, really, uh, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it is a lot, especially when it's, it's just me and I have to be the race caller and the data guy and all of this stuff at the same time. And those seconds just add up, right? Like doing that test run was great because I could feel, oh my God, I have to stop and be over here and be distracted for 30 seconds while the, the race is happening or while the thing is done and everybody's just waiting for something to happen. Um, so I think that that was really valuable and I think the progress we've made since then is is really good. So I, I am uh, even even more optimistic now that we are about six, six days away um, from the first real launch day. And we'll probably do another test run before now and then as well. Um, yeah. So Bryce, you know, people often, you know, they ask like, you know, like how to know what you should be doing or how to get motivation. And uh, side note, uh, last night on Clubhouse, when Elon Musk was talking, he brought up like, you know, people ask, he said, people ask me for motivational advice about startups. And Elon said, and as Elon said, he said, if you're asking me for motivational advice, then you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a great thing. And I, people with books like, oh, I don't, I'm not motivated by write a book. I'm like, then don't. It's the, it's like, the oh. F yeah theory, right? If it's not F yeah, it's F no. Yeah. I, it's, I never heard of it put that way, actually. Yeah. But uh, it makes I, a lot of sense. I usually hear it with the, with the real F word, but, uh, but yeah. Which is mm. what, Bryce? Which was what? Uh, yeah. Uh, what is it? Fantastic. Yes. It's a fantastic. Mm. Yes. Or it's a fantastic. No. Checks out. Checks out. Um, so, one of the other things, uh, ju just briefly, because this was talked about last week, uh, uh, on on After Things, um, it w it was mentioned. Well, like, what if you got ended up getting like a sponsorship or something for this, right? Like, would you be able to do that? And uh, an After Things listener actually, um, oh gosh, I want to pull this up because uh, I don't want to get it wrong, but. Um, one of I'm our gonna I'm going to pull this up because the copy points say I have to very clearly say um, <clears throat> none of us like paying for razors. <laughs> it just yeah. goes into an ad. Uh, Nicholas, N Nicholas, who is in the Diamond Club, we've actually seen some of his stuff in the Diamond Time segment of Night Attack. He makes um, uh, these like uh, um, acrylic goods, um, like bottle openers and and uh, wine bottle stoppers and necklaces and stuff, and so. Uh, 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 he was like, Hey, I heard them talk about this on after things. I run this little acrylics thing. Can I give you a set of stuff? Money. Yeah. Well, it, it, like here's, you can give this to the winner and he's going to send an extra one here oh, for cool. modern rogue HQ. That's cool. That's yeah. Great. And so we, the producer juice will be powered by spilled coffee workshop. So we'll figure out a little graphics and stuff. And, and so like little, little stuff like that. Um, Already sell it out to Big Marble. <laughs> mm. yep. It's great. The acrylic looks. I'm trying to pull up the link here because it 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 does look. It, I mean, it looks. Oh, it's look great. It's, it, you would you would have used it even if they hadn't given it to you. That's okay. I mean, how this goes, Bryce. Um, but yeah, so so uh, that that's another uh, another thing from last week's episode that that kind of manifested a little bit. Don't I, let your memes I'm be so dreams, excited. man. Just go. <laughs> Just go with it. Yeah, no, I'm 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 super pumped. I'm I'm very proud. So let's let's get that date out there. When again are we kicking off the uh League of Fun Games Marble season? Uh the season one kicks off on February seventh. That's this Sunday, right after 
another large uh, bowl game. Uh, it'll be immediately the big, after that. The big, the big uh, game. The big oh yeah, yeah, yeah. By, by the way, can I, can I, can I shake a finger at all of Twitter that missed the real joke I was making? I, I posted all caps. I was like, the big game is the Super Bowl. The big game is the Super Bowl. Anyone who says otherwise is a coward. And then I put at McDonald's, at Coca Cola, at Pornhub underscore premium at uh, it's like the whole joke was that I was just sneaking in a very sideways uh, uh, third corporate thing. Um, but nobody noticed that everybody began to lecture me on Twitter about like, well, it's actually not illegal. The usage, Brian. The usage like, rights are. <laughs> right? And I'm like, no, the joke you was that I, I snuck the word Pornhub. You, <laughs> but you love to do it. The oh, yes. Pornhub premium is always your third. Your third corporate thing. It's always Coke, Pepsi, and Pornhub. Yes. I thought it was Pornhub Aria. What, I, mean, I mean, that's just it. Is I actually picked one of the lesser popular ones like mm. to imply like a specific yeah. angle. Yeah. Uh, mm. Bryce, I, I, you don't have to tell this story if you don't want oh. to. <laughs> yes. It was the thing but, I texted you. Yeah, you texted me a funny uh, uh, part of spitting this up mm -hmm. uh, where, as we've all learned... You rely on vendors when you are spinning anything up on the internet, even if it's as simple as Patreon and PayPal and Venmo and stuff like that. If you, to to take in money from your fans, if it even if you're not building a website, Bryce, for your emerging online league, mm -hmm. uh, you you had a bit of a rough spot. I had a had a bit of a rough go of it at first. So there is a support page you can. Uh, Squarespace, the website is uh, marbles.win has a donate feature and it plugs in with PayPal and it can take Stripe for credit cards. And uh, I did not have a Stripe account and I had to create a, a business PayPal account because I have a personal account that I use for personal stuff. And uh, so I'm setting up the Stripe uh, Stripe accounts, free, whatever. And they ask, oh, what what uh, what is what is your business? What type of business are you in? And I'm the business of playing with balls. And you know what? That's kind of what my thinking was. I, and so I ended up picking fantasy sports, uh, which also turned out to be slash uh, sports betting. Oh, no. And I got an email from Stripe about uh, about about three minutes after I filled out that form that said, we are confirming that we're closing your account because this would be a completely illegal use of our services. So goodbye. So it's it is. So you so you literally <laughs> tagged yourself. Said, this as, me? Like that was the dummy that like like only morons, <laughs> even if they're trying to evade stripe, only morons walk in and say, uh, yes, uh, walk into the bar and say, yes, I'd like to buy a fully loaded, untraceable gun, please. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's and weird there. is I have a copy of the email. It says quite literally one line. Uh, sorry, sir. You seem to have mistaken us for Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. So, so you, you tagged yourself with the thing that I'm sure maybe it goes to somebody as yeah. a red flag please close this it's the bit that account. they coded into the into the app that was like no one's yeah. ever gonna do this like they've never had to run this protocol so it was only like yesterday or something that they we finished exchanging emails and it got set and it, it's all working now but it was very it was a very it was it was very humbling to have to go, no, I'm an idiot. I just, this is like a little tip jar and I might sell pins at some point. 
And so I want to please. Nobody's gambling. It's a Twitch account. On which made up imaginary ball falls yeah. into which bucket they, at what time. Because they're like, okay, we can review this, but we need to know all, where, what is your business model and who are you yeah. and what's going on? And I was like, oh, crap. I'm up really. <laughs> Well, I work for a guy to think called Scam School. Oh, don't scam don't even get me started on that. <laughs> no, I know. I'll tell you what. Between Brian and and Darren Kitchen, uh, Hack Five, just, you got all the, the horror the, stories. Oh God, yeah. Just as soon as it's like periodically, like some new Dingleberry rolls in and sees a bunch of money being funneled through a thing called Scam or Hack, right? And they're like, what? Stop it! Like that's that's it might as well be Al Qaeda. Knock it off! And then they're like, "Hey, we've been a peaceful and helpful uh, customer for over a decade." Like, oh, all right. Well, uh, it's been six months since I first freaked out, but I guess here's your money. <laughs> Hello, I have a new business. I... It's called Crime Dash Illegal Dash Gambling Dash Counter Strike Dash Knives dot info. Oh, I said, oh, that's gonna be open. I, actually. Uh, I... Uh, <laughs> Our, our our friend Anthony Carboni had a hard time uh, getting his uh, a, a credit card for his LLC, which he called the World Crime League, <laughs> <laughs> which is definitely a reference to Buckaroo Bonsai. I had a uh, I once did a corporate show that was like it was it produced a lot of stuff. It was like it sent me it was like a hundred thousand dollar check, right? And they. Uh, used uh like paypal like it was a paypal sort of way it got paid right mm -hmm. check they get payment not check but electronic payment i get the payment goes through goes into my bank account and i got the money there in my bank because i don't let it sit not letting that sit in paypal i get a call from like hi this is from from paypal security i'm like how can i help you uh, i have some questions about this transaction that took place i'm like what do you need what was this for i'm like well it's between me and my customer yeah but i need more details on that I'm like, hmm. why do I need to provide details? What's well, a large amount? I'm like, yeah, and I have the money now. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> is somebody complaining? Well, we're the part of the fraud detection problem. Like, there's no fraud here. I need to know specifically what this is about or whatever. And I'm like, well, you can talk to them or whatever. And because I realized for some reason it was flagged and they shouldn't have gone through and it, or whatever it went through and it was everything was fine. But it was one of these things like somebody's uh -huh. covering their ass. And I'm like, it's a corporate client. I'm doing a thing. And I was doing a magic project for them. And I'm like, I'm like, but, well, it's, but, but it's like if they're gonna go down i'm gonna hold on to this five thousand dollar check <laughs> like all the way to the bottom of the ocean hundred thousand dollar hundred thousand dollar check uh so yeah uh, yeah we'll have to dig it up i i, I want to track down the guy and see if we can get him on the show or something but uh there's a dude who uh cashed a fifty thousand dollar novelty check it was an advertisement that looked like a check oh and, and they didn't have like void on it uh, or the they, they, fine print like uh, he put it in there kind of as a joke and then saw fifty thousand dollars in his stuff and then began to research how that works and clearly it was a mistake on behalf of the bank or whatever but in the meantime went and got a cashier's check that he put in a safe deposit box at a different bank then just sort of waited and then started getting phone calls about like, oh, we have questions about this deposit or whatever. And it's like, yeah, it was a novelty check. It was very, so which, and so then he goes to uh, the press and the press, like, like everything's friendly on the phone. And then the moment the tape recorder is pressed, 
all of a sudden it's just like, so why did you set out to defraud this bank? And there, and he's like, <laughs> whoa, whoa. And then uh, uh, eventually it's like uh, uh, the loophole was that that the only time the words this is not a check are totally useless is when it's on a check. Like and the whole purpose <laughs> is like, so you can't write a check and in the memo, write This is not a check. Mm-mm. That's what this advertisement did. Uh, uh. <laughs> and so and so the bank couldn't claim fraud because they had filled his bank account with that fifty thousand dollars that they mistakenly were not the ones obeying the rules on. And he happened to have. It. Oh, it's, it's an amazing story. It's an incredible read. It, if somebody can find it. That reminds me of someone who did a similar thing with uh using a using a credit card maybe it was a reddit thing or like a maybe a blogger thing but they went around trying to buy buying tvs with their credit card this was when you would have to sign for everything uh and they would sign with a void and they would see what retailers would stop that would stop him or take a look at the transaction and not a lot of them did that's amazing i think one i think there was like one cashier who's like what are you doing with this are you trying to are you trying to defraud me um, but a lot of it just went through because no one plus also that's There's that's a- where the credit card companies get their vig is by absorbing that friction between the buyer and the seller yeah i remember my dad was explaining some of the different scams to me because like you know like he'd go into these uh downtown and sometimes there would be like uh fly by night place selling all this electronics and stuff and my dad said it was called something like a bus stop deal or whatever and basically, if some merchant gets a line of credit and orders in a bunch of merchandise and sells it below the retail price, I'm below like what the, even the wholesale price, and then defaults, you know, because they bought it under you know fraudulent you know names or whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, somebody told me about a family they knew, and what they did is like one person would get a line of credit, get all the credit cards they could, spend like crazy on it, default. And then declare bankruptcy, and then somebody else in the family would then get the credit cards, do this, do the same process, and there were enough people that after seven years, somebody's time was up, you know, and you could kind of loop back into the system. And wow, well, that's wild. Really. Uh, so this is a bit like the uh, the whole going out of business scam. Uh, you walk in, you're like, uh, "This is a great business. I want to buy this business." And then it's like, "Okay, here's a cashier's check for fifty thousand dollars. I now have this business. Buy, okay." And then in the two weeks it takes to clear everything, you put up a big old sign that says going out of business, cash for fixtures. And then you sell <laughs> everything. And then by the time and then and when the check in bounces, a different city under under a different uh, name. Yeah. It's it's crazy in like, you know, in California, you know, there, there's some attentions come to the fact that like, I don't know, maybe thirty billion dollars of COVID relief was going to like convicts doing writing fraudulent, you know, reports from prison, which is an ongoing thing. A lot of credit card fraud happens from inmates because they have access to internet and cell phones and stuff, like a huge amount. And I I know of cases and stuff of people serving four or five year sentences, pulling off like large equipment buys and pulling the same scam while they're in jail doing this, which is just well, but you look because at like what it really takes is economy. money and attention and uh, prisoners got a lot of both. <laughs> like maybe not so many resources, lots of money or lots of time and attention. Enough, enough, yeah. enough resources. But yeah, anyone who has dollars, anyone in, who has in, like a subculture on TikTok can do scams. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. uh, $30 billion coming out of uh, fraudulent unemployment claims, which, by the way, is greater than the GDP of Macedonia. Wow. I looked that up. Like that's that's and that's just a fraud story that kind of came and went. 
Like we don't even really care about that all that much. Like that, like Gavin Newsom might face recall in, in the state of California. And that's like probably outside the top five of reasons why people are upset. $30 billion just going missing. Uh, you know, that's it's amazing <laughs> when you think about how much how much of that we absorb and how much of that is reflected into one prices for things. How much we absorb it, meaning that it costs, but we it, we're not apparent. It's not apparent, obviously, to where the costs go towards that. And uh, uh, I don't mean you just and then could go on about that. Um, Bryce, question I want to ask you was yeah. What was the trigger that made you go marbles, marbles, you know, pulling up the ring from Hudsucker Proxy? You see that? You see that? Kids are going to love it. You know, for streamers. The, yeah. the thing uh, was, we, we, I've been doing uh, streams with the game, the marbles on stream game, uh, kind of on and off for a year and a half, maybe almost two years now. And it's always fun. And uh, I... I just could never find the time to set aside for like a weekly thing, you know, that like, it's a lot of fun. People like doing it and it is only just, it, it can only be salt and pepper when it's very occasional, but if you want it to be a meat and potatoes then it should be kind of a regular thing. Right. And, and at about the same time I started doing my regular Friday night thing, which was kind of already its own thing. And I didn't want to overtake that. And so, um, the the big like confirmation was over the holidays doing nine daily stream doing a stream every day for nine days at the end of the year at the end of 2020 and seeing okay are will people be interested if if i did an hour or two every day for over a week and if so then then there really is something here that has a, at least has a good enough runway, you know, has a lot of juice in it um, and a lot of excitement that, that you can build something around and build something up. And, and it turned out that that was the case. It, 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 it uh, was always a very enthusiastic reaction. It was always uh, um, a lot of, a lot of excitement, whether it was during the day, during the evening. Um, and it was a lot of fun, right? I mean, the other thing is just, it's, it was a lot of fun for me to kind of be uh both the you know the cameraman and the and the announcer, um, and so both of those things uh, uh, led me to go okay. Well, if I'm gonna do it regularly, I don't want to say every Thursday until the end of time I'm gonna do this, but I want to be able to let people know, hey, this is the next, this is what it looks like to give them some regularity, um, and uh, you know, uh, starting in February to give time to build up all these things. So. Uh, it, I don't know. It was just, it was a spark of like, it was really fun to do. I have a theory and that is like that because a lot of people were looking for the thing like, oh, what should I do? What should I do? And I think the part of the problem is a lot of us, we don't have surface contact with a lot of interesting stuff. And then we see one interesting thing. We're like, oh my God, I want to do this. And then the interest dry, dies away. It just, it goes off. Where if you're exposed to a lot of different things when you do find a thing that really is that fit the signal is higher the peak is higher yeah you're like oh can't stop thinking about it yeah and that's the mode that i've been in since D december 31st when i announced this is just what how you know just it's been fun like i haven't had really picks for like weird things or anything because outside of the stuff for spoiling time i've been 
trying to work on this and, and, you know, all the other shirt shoots and, and stuff as well. Um, it's, it's been a spark of inspiration, I guess that, you know, I really hadn't had since, you know, I did, I did Mercury counter that album right before mm. I moved out here six years ago. And I, and so at the end of the day, whether it's successful or not, I'm having a, I'm having a good time and I feel excited to build something that is that is kind of different and and kind of new even in this own subcategory well and that's a great point too because like i look at like the problem i've had most of my life is like i've had more schemes than plans you know i'm like ah i'm gonna do this you know because this will make me money or this is my scheme here and i think about the fact that like you know, something can start as a scheme, but then when you find out that you really enjoy it, then it becomes something more than that. And I mm-hmm. think that, I don't know, there, that's the whole, it's like the, you know, it's a cliche, like, oh, you're the thing you, you know, what if, whatever you would do for free, you know, if you'd wake up and do it and not get paid, then that's the thing you should be doing. And it's like, well, you know, nobody's going to pay me to sit around and, you know, eat Skittles. But um, there is something to be said there. It's like, yeah, when you, like you said, you don't care right now. You're, you know, there's ways to monetize it. And you're kind of more of doing that just as sort of, I think, an external justification than an internal mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a tip jar right now. And yeah. And I think that that's valuable data, like, like valuable data on when people want to tip and, and beyond the initial moment where people will be excited about it, where, where they get excited enough to, to, to part with money. Like that's to me as valuable as time spent watching. And, and time, you know, subscribers and stuff like that, like all the other metrics that you would count that we think of as more pure because they're free. But in whether or not it's marbles or something else, like understanding where, where that line in is, is, is important. And I think that the benefit that you have, Bryce, is because you've been so intricately involved in so many different online new media projects and you shepherd some of them, you also know what success looks like what the work looks like to get there what kind of success you're happy with you're going to be happy with at least in 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 the short term like there's there's a lot that goes into it and the only way that you get it is by doing being involved in things yeah i mean it's it's been uh you know I'm still rusty on some stuff. I had to relearn a little bit about like 3D rendering and, you know, web development and I'm learning databases for all the stat stuff and and there's going to be a big video component to it. So, uh it's it's been uh it's been very personally fulfilling to just kind of reflex all of those muscles and uh you know, uh, something that I kind of came to when I at the end, I was kind of just talking on stream after we did that dry run uh, over the past week of like uh, editorially, there's also something that feels very uh, uh, hmm, feels very empowering with not just uh, uh, the square that is this marbles thing, but also the larger brand of of the league of fun games of like okay like now this is not just the name of bryce doing stuff on twitch this is like doing stuff like similar to the marbles thing where it's community based or there is taking a game and building something on top of it like it's not just the wide open planes there's actually kind of direction to it there's actually like 
concepts in here and 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 things that you can kind of extrapolate and and that's another really thing i'm excited about long term is like okay you know after marbles like after as if it's going to die but it can go for as long as it needs to uh there can also be other things that are similar to it or or in the same vein and and i'm excited about that too uh, to to feel like okay this isn't just until we all stop getting excited about this marbles game but this can be a larger broader kind of concept of using the community within uh within games um totally well there's i you know i was thinking about i was thinking about the fact right now that like what you know what is power or what is value and you 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 know we're watching some video or something and they brought up like you know you know tony robbins is worth like 500 million dollars and i'm like think about like you know to you know somebody who's an exec at some tech company who pensions out or whatever with a million or two what somebody who just works a normal sort of job kind of well paid but not anything exceptional what tony robbins is to them jeff bezos is to tony robbins you know yeah. like, like however much money you think oh wow that's rich it's like yeah and that was like you know when uh what's his face your favorite guy who you know ran for uh president um up bloomberg but the other guy uh steyer or who was it uh Dang. who was the other billionaire jill stein uh tom steyer tom steyer yeah, Steyer, yeah. So, yeah. and you're like, ah, he's a billionaire. Like, well, there's degrees of billionaire. Like, like you know, you're Steyer, like a billion or so. And then you got like uh, Bloomberg. But if Bloomberg ran against Joe Rogan for president, God help us all. Let me make that very, very clear. <laughs> God help us all. Um, Rogan might have the better chance because Rogan has his platform and Rogan has this, you know, audience, this reach. You know, we're, we may have a recall in California Last time we had a recall, the guy who won was Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was, because he was an actor and had this recognizability, helped him immensely. And I think that that's one of the things I think about is like, there is having money and there's having a platform and there are a lot of people who have money who all of a sudden go, oh shoot, I don't really have a platform. I can do press releases. I can use all the old tricks to try to get my word out there, but it's not the same as you know some, some influencer who has 50,000 people following, but a lot of them are journalists and stuff who says something, boom. Is this like a secret roast you guys are doing where like Bryce says, uh, I need to make sure to brand my thing bigger than marbles, which is what I said last week. And then oh. Andrew goes into an explanation of the story, attention, sales, different currencies thing. And, and just everybody says, they, am I being gaslit? That's what I want to know. I, I was the one who also said, use a name beside yourself by that. And I like your story attention thing, Brian. And I also remember having conversations about you about how to capture the value you all have. Right, and right. We started like, this stuff. by saying I mm. took all of your advice. I know. I, I know. I know. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's, yeah. it's, it's no, hard to have no, no, anything no, no, to no. say what, what, when what, everybody's what, what, just what, saying Brian... all the things that you like to say. <laughs> and it's like, what what's my Pepsi to your Coke? I've got nothing to say. <laughs> what, what Brian wants is whenever you're making a point, just pause every five minutes and say as brian thinks no and then continue with your point uh, actually uh yes 
Yeah, yeah, yes. As Brian all once told other, me, that's all, a all, that's all a fantastic idea. Should be asking, where's Brian? Well, it's it's just so weird because usually on every podcast, my go-to algorithm is listen to words being said, figure out the part where you disagree, and then immediately, even if it's only a slight disagreement, jump in with your slight disagreement. And and uh, I've been silent for half an hour now because everyone's just saying things that I I really like and agree with. But you can also. You could also say like there's the other ways to add to it. Like I would say that the things that we take for granted and we have our narrative, everybody has their narrative of success and we often leave out some of the critical parts. And I think we're all guilty of that. Mm. I, I was able to get a lot of tailwind from the Weird Things podcast to launch my book, which was able to get tailwind off of Night Attack because of what you got, you and you know Justin and were able to put together, which got tailwind from Scam School, which got tailwind from Rev three or whatever that was, which had a lot of venture capital, which got tailwind from other things. That's one of the things that we often from, forget. From, from the like, death, uh, from, from, the, from the latent ang- ang- anger of having tech TV taken away uh, mm-hmm. uh, from, from that audience. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a, and I guess what I was trying to say is like, yeah, like, you know, we, we, we shocker platforms are power, but like more and more more and more like like you think that they have power before they're going to be even bigger and we you know we saw that with uh, you know trump trump's you know ability to get elected in 2016 was he was better better at the media game than politicians were and they thought they were good at it um yeah and then something 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 (laughs) but like and that's like now it's like i just think about like Ah, everybody listening, start that email list. Think of your <laughs> right. platform. Think, you know, like um, and, it's just well, and, and and if I uh, um uh another aspect to that is I I really do like the metaphor of thinking about uh attention as real estate in the mind because like real real estate is kind of valueless. Like saying I own this property doesn't matter if nobody wants to buy it if if it's not currently up for development if it's not a place that people go to you can own a lot of real estate and it's not until there's something to do with it that it matters and so likewise um uh, both in the example of you know uh, political office you know that latent real estate of being a no name was kind of valueless because it wasn't very good at selling bottled water or whatever scheme trump was doing but it was extremely valuable when you're up on a stage trying to to defeat marco rubio or whatever uh so um, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I think you're doing a, a really, really smart thing, Bryce, in that, um, uh, in that you're building just that general real estate in the mind and you don't have to always be harvesting. Uh, right. uh, just building uh, uh, the, the territory is, is value in and of itself. That's one thing that I, I'm trying to, uh, I don't know if there's a name for it, but, but uh, uh uh, when you're given good advice and you're not, and you don't take it because you have idea, you have plenty of reasons why you shouldn't take good advice, right? Oh, like, I call it the yeah. story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but I like I had that during the dry run, right? Like that 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 stream kind of went until about what, like midnight, one a.m. local time here, and there were still a few people hanging around, and we were just talking, and you know, I was telling them, you know, some of the stuff that I mentioned here, and and uh, uh, I even like. I, I well, one thing I had mentioned was like, yeah, I even have like a discord ready for like whenever I decide that we start putting people on discord. And it was, uh, it was a long time diamond club 
friend uh, ipoopmypants.com who was like just give us the, just open it right now just give us the thing right now like who cares uh and i was like well but i'm you know i'm focusing on this and i'm doing this and then this and this and then it was like right when i turned the stream off that i was like no he they were exactly right that the 20 30 people who were just watching still at at 1 a.m when i'm you because, know drunk off my ass making, just talking stuff you're making them special Right, right, exactly. And you not doing it for your own plan was making them not special. You were making, you were, you were taking an opportunity away from them, mm -hmm. and that's this is to be totally. This is like advanced, like you know, community management in my mind. But it's like you got to really be sure that you're not just withholding something for like, oh, but it's on my schedule to do tomorrow, right. like sake, like. You've got to be very sure that it's like, okay, no, that's not ready. We need to make sure that it's it's a little bit more like, but you know, as soon as you mentioned, I mean, dude, uh, 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 this is all I'll say about it. Working on certain projects where, you know, you can't talk about it, not because it wouldn't be good for people to get excited, but because you want to control the narrative on it. You know, mm -hmm. you want to be able to know, like, okay, well this is coming out and this is when you're excited and this is the the thing that you're going to do immediately. And that takes effort, right? But you have to know what you're doing beforehand because otherwise it's like just interacting with your audience is always a good thing. Giving them things that make them feel special is always a good thing. Yeah. Uh, but unless you have a plan to kind of like walk them down the path and then reveal it. Right. And so like, immediately after I was like, okay, in the night attack discord channel where we talk about it, I was like, Hey, here's the link. I should have just given it to you guys in the chat last night. It'll be open for a few hours and then I'll give it out to the email people as well. So that there's a little, so that they like, I wasn't going to wait all 10 weeks to, to open it up, but it definitely was like a thing I was holding on to because I wanted to work on it some more. Right. And that was a part, like, that's one thing I'm, I'm kind of having to, kind of triage is like what things need to be done by day one and what things are just shaving and making making nicer and making and where perfect can be the enemy of good there are things with the stream where these things need to get done or x y and z just don't happen and then there are things where you can do it now and it can get better over time and it's not a big deal and it doesn't have to be perfect right away and the discord was one of the, was one of those things where just open it up whatever and not, not a big deal um and so i'm trying to i'm trying to uncouple that stuff because I, yeah, I can kind of be uh, especially uh, especially on stuff you know i do a lot of stuff a lot of projects where i'm 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 the one working on it most of the time and i can kind of kind of be a little controlling about that stuff i can be a little in my head about the ways things get done and what's important yeah and so i'm trying to be cognizant of at the end of the day I want to make a fun show. This is what, again, another thing we talked about last week. Uh, my The takeaways about what I want this thing to be are, I want to put on a great show. I want to build a good community. And you don't you don't need a stats database to do that. You don't need good 3D renders of trophies and stuff to do that uh, necess necessarily. They affect things in different ways, but but trying to remember to keep, uh, you know, kind of keep a... a, a a north star on what is and isn't important especially with now six only six days to air yeah i mean that's and that, you just said the most critical part there like six days to air like it's fine to explore but then you decide what's important you set your air date 
and you figured out to go do it and you try these different things, that's fine. Because sometimes there's that discovery, that little thing that makes everything easier that you don't know. And I know that with coding projects, sometimes I probably spend a little, should have spent a little more time exploring because I'd be like, oh, if I'd found this tutorial sooner, I would have done in two days instead of two weeks. Mm. But, you know, but you, you're smart, you know, you're more, I think you're more pragmatic about this than I am. And um, it's just exciting. I'm very proud. Very, I have no reason to claim any being proud at all. (laughs) But I am proud. But no, I mean, fun to watch. It's these, these after things discussions have really, really been helpful for me as well, you know, um, in, in, in terms of you know tuning those things and tuning the things that I know I've got weaknesses for, it's a it's like um uh uh to to a certain degree I, and and I I don't think I'm talking out of school but um uh, Daniel Whittington uh, one of the co-hosts over at the Whiskey Tribe you know he uh, as as vice chancellor over at Wizard Academy they do a bunch of business uh, courses or whatever and like at some point early on it's like man I just hope the tech works and I can introduce the guy and do the thing oh good I I didn't poop my pants or whatever and then like at some point it's like oh my God, I get to take all of the classes. (laughs) I get to pay attention to all of this and do all of the learning, which you've gotten to do for, uh, you know, what, four or five years now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm excited for it. Marbles.win. Let's do picks. Uh, Emergent Beacon, Emergent Beacon, Emergent Beacon. They're two very interesting, easy to remember words. Emergent, it's something emerging. Beacon, it's a signal. Emergent Mm. Beacon is two words that are easy to type into YouTube. And uh, uh, allow, and then you click subscribe. That's right. Uh, Brant, who is uh, one of our editors and producers for Modern Rogue, has got a new science channel up, and his video on the Einstein crosses is, is incredible. the The way he mixes uh, motion graphics and like really in depth science uh, information is so is just it's just it's uh, he's got the it's right balance. It's literally better than broadcast television i mean it's incredible it's literally it's you know 4k it's gorgeous uh, it, it's 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 brant at his brantest and i'm so uh dare and, dare i say proud and, uh, and also like he, he's putting a lot of effort into it too like we shot this he uh, he he asked me to help him shoot this bit on the side of the road and we spent an hour out there in the freezing cold so he could do this you know this really interesting uh kind of scale demonstration yeah the difference. basically to depict how far away something is uh, a galaxy the size of a dime uh how like uh, he walks a mile down the road <laughs> something like that uh and and it and it, it it's great he, he really cares about this and it, i'm super excited for it because a lot of his style you know a lot of the stuff that makes brant brant like brian knows what i'm talking about like brant uh, Brant has his own kind of flavor and it really comes across here the way that it is difficult when it's like him editing Brian and Jason or, or you know, back in editing Scam School, you know? Like he's, uh, I said this on Twitter, like when you can write for yourself, uh, you know the things that you're going to do and, and I think that fuels the enthusiasm more and you see it. I, I, I feel it really on display here more than anywhere else I've seen him do stuff. I, I have to bolt, but I'm going to do my pick. Okay. Um, write down this URL, M-A-R-B-L-E-S dot win, marbles dot win. Uh, thank you. That is Bryce's website, marbles dot win, marbles dot win. I'm going to put it on my chest, like Golden Palace, if anybody remembers that. Oh marbles dot win. <laughs> marbles dot win. Go there, sign up, get information on that. Thank you very much, Marbles dot win. 
And Boom. I sent you a little don't hand, hand everybody else. I sent them a little donation to get things going. Ooh, there too. Thank you. I'm excited about this. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank attached. you very much. Oh my God. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm excited. All right. Uh, I got to run. Thank you, Andrew. All right. Yeah. Emergent beacon is mine. Yeah. Uh, it's been after. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program.